0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.
1: Welcome to today's show of Critical Mass. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and boy, do we have a great show for you. We have two interesting guests. Our first guest who's here in the studio with me is Brian Meshkin. He is president and CEO of Prove Biosciences. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. You know, in case you couldn't imagine, but you should try to imagine a world where doctors already know a patient's reaction to a certain medication before even writing the prescription. With proved Biosciences, this is all very much a reality. And before we get into that conversation, I'd like to thank our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, S&H Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, Sunup Group, t and Company. Tone software, turn up the volume, and UPS protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, of CEOs who are running middle market firms to improve your decision-making skills. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. And on your favorite podcasting software, simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll get our weekly updates of the various programs and the interesting conversations we have with business executives here in southern california finally our youtube channel is richard Franzy a lot of great content there i advise you to check it out all right brian let's Let's, tell me, let's talk and tell me a little bit about your firm, Prove Biosciences.
2: Sure. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today, Rick. Uh, Prove, we're based in Irvine, California. We also have an office in uh, Annapolis Junction, Maryland. Uh-huh. Uh, we're over 200 employees that are really committed to the mission of realizing the promise and potential of medicine, the future of that today. Uh, we provide proof to improve the healthcare decisions made by doctors through unique laboratory tests, which basically helps them better understand how a patient will feel pain which medications are most likely to help them, and which medications may cause severe problems. That's what we're in the business of doing.
1: How did you uh, I, I, I build you as the president and CEO? Are you also the founder of the firm?
2: I am the founder of the company. Okay,
1: so tell me about that. What What piqued your interest about this segment?
2: Sure. Uh, it's a great question. Well, I'm not a physician. I consider myself a social entrepreneur. I'm motivated by developing solutions and building businesses that help solve problems in society. Ever since I was a teenager, I've been involved in various different initiatives uh, to help address issues. Throughout my adult life and and, uh, and, uh, professional career, I've worked in leading-edge technologies that help influence how pharmaceutical medications are prescribed, how they're dosed, and how they're ultimately reimbursed and paid for. This background in using Internet technologies to be able to influence pharmaceuticals is what led me into a career in molecular diagnostics, because at the end of the day, a laboratory test really has very little to do with the boxes that are in the lab. It has everything to do with the information that comes in those reports that a physician must consider in making decisions around patients. So it's how that information is understood and acted upon that's critically important. And so in working in molecular diagnostics and realizing the potential with personalized medicine by being able to give the doctor the information they need to make the best decision possible, that's really what personalized medicine is all about. It's not about a particular drug. It's not about a particular procedure. It's not about a particular device. It's about the particular patient that's sitting right in front of the doctor and figuring out what's best for them. And that's what we do at Proof.
1: So so, uh, help me to better appreciate the value add that you bring. What is it that your firm is doing that's different than if they weren't using your technology and your IP?
2: Great question. Well, all of it starts with a simple swab, inside of a patient's cheek. There's no blood, there's no needles, there's no pain whatsoever.
1: I like that so far.
2: <laughs> so far, that's great. That's an improvement. It is. Uh, and being able to extract the DNA from those cheek cells okay. to be able to look at all of those molecular markers, things that in your DNA that you would not readily see in, in observing a patient in the exam room, and then combining that that information from the genetics with a bunch of physiological characteristics about a patient, their age, their gender, their other diseases that they're dealing with, their health background, uh, a host of different pieces of information all go into mathematical equations, algorithms we call them, and those give us the information that we need to be able to predict which medications are most likely to work. Um, we are able to look at medications that will cause some significant problems. We've started to focus in on pain because pain is the largest healthcare condition in the United. States. It's also the most expensive healthcare condition in the United States. It's more expensive to America than cancer, diabetes, and heart disease combined.
1: Are you saying chronic
2: pain? Pain in general. Pain in general. Pain in general. Okay. Chronic pain obviously is a major driver uh, of that. And so to be able to objectively assess a patient's pain rather than the typical, hey, Rick, on a scale from zero to ten, how would you rate your pain? (laughs) That's very subjective. Right, it is. Your eight may be my four, or your four may be my eight. We can objectively assess that. And then we can also objectively assess which medications will work for you and which ones won't because one of the most effective pain medications is a class of medications that are called opioids or narcotics however they also have a huge downside as well yes they do people can become addicted yeah right here in orange county it's a huge issue in fact in the united states three times as many people are addicted to and die from the legal opioid narcotics than all of the illegal ones combined. So you take cocaine, heroin, Can add you it all. you say that out. again? Three times as many people in the United States are addicted to and die from the legal narcotics. The things that doctors prescribe and right. pay for. Right. And all of the illegal ones combined. I mean, it's insane. And why is that? It's not because the drugs are bad. They're inanimate objects. It's not because the doctors are bad. The doctors are trying their best to right. be able to give the patients what's best. The problem is the way we make the decisions. It's an educated guess right now. And so instead of making an educated guess, figure out what's going to work for the patient, figure out what's safe for the patient, and then give them that information.
1: Well, you know, uh, so we're talking with Brian Meshkin. He is president, CEO, and founder of Proof Biosciences. I heard... Mark Cuban being mm-hmm. interviewed uh, several months ago, mm-hmm. that he goes every month and has his blood worked up, and he's very much looking at uh, strategic investments in this area of personalized medicine. W- why are you and he, what is it, what's the promise of this person? And I'm sure, I'm sure there's derivatives and you're in, in that area, but why is this area so attractive to you as an entrepreneur and to him as an investor?
2: Well, I think the primary cost of the healthcare system is failure. Um, all of us have taken a multiple-choice test, gotten to a question, and gone, oh, no, what's the answer? <laughs> right. we Can go, I eliminate
1: any of these? Exactly. Right.
2: You go through a process of elimination. Well, it's not E. It's not A. Okay, it's between B, C, and D. Well, doctors have to deal with that multiple-choice question every single day really? when a patient walks in. Out of all the medications, what do I prescribe? Out of all the potential diseases, what it could be, what could it be? And they have elegant words for it. They call it differential diagnosis, empiric prescribing. But at the end of the day, when that patient walks in the room, they're taking a multiple choice test. Okay. They haven't studied. They don't know what the answer is, and they have to go through a process of elimination to figure it out. And so as they go through that process, we pay for all of that failure. In diagnosis and all of that failure in treatments that don't work, to ultimately figure out what the right diagnosis is and what the right treatment is, that cost of failure is the primary cost of the healthcare system. So, if we can eliminate that cost of failure, and get to the point, figuratively and literally, then we're able to pay just for what works. So that's so, a huge financial opportunity.
1: Sorry to step over you, Brian. But is there an, a, a enabling technology, a tipping point. What enabled your business model to, to be able to be available now?
2: Great question. Um, I think it's a combination of things. Obviously, the cost of performing genetic testing, has gone down dramatically. Okay. The ability of computers and technology to be able to assess all that information that the human mind can't conceivably analyze in the few seconds that a doctor has to look at it. So that's what our computers do, the software does. Um, as well as uh, the opportunity for doctors to readily say, you know, there's something we've got to do about this. And obviously there are a bunch of macro trends with health care reform and other things, people talking about these issues uh, that I think makes this really the right time. And I think it's why we've experienced the tremendous success that we've had.
1: So we have about a minute left before our next our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm speaking with Brian Meskin, he's president, CEO and founder of Proved Biosciences. Who are your clients?
2: Great question. Uh, well, we have several clients. Obviously, the physicians that are treating pain patients. So your pain management doctors, your orthopedic surgeons, your physiatrists, uh, even some psychiatrists that treat pain. They are the physicians that are our clients, the patients. The best thing in the world are the stories we get every single week of patients' lives that have been saved, They're back, the work, they've been able to keep their families together, whatever it may be. They were addicted and they're no longer addicted. Whatever it may be, by virtue of our testing, they're also our clients. But then the payer. Whether that's the taxpayer, whether that's the employer, or whether it's the patient, whoever's paying the massive bill of health care, they are also our client.
1: All right. Well, we're going to take our uh, first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back in just a few short seconds. I want to talk to you about your guiding principle that you're using as you build this firm, as well as some other questions specific to your industry. We have another segment with Brian after these words from our commercial sponsors. (laughs)
3: Are you looking for your successor, someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires, and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success, 562-627-3800, or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours.
0: Today's businesses are embracing voice-over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel Management Software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and Unified Communications Technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800 833 For information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications.
1: On Monday, October the 5th, is our annual executive conference hosted by me, Critical Mass for Business. I invite you to join us to discuss and learn about growing your business in new markets. I've invited Kevin Bailey, who is president of Vans and Action Sports for VF International, to discuss how Vans has used new markets to grow and propel them to 19 consecutive revenue growth quarters. To... Register simply type in "critical mass" or my name, Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I, in the search box at Eventbrite.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E. Eventbrite.com. This, spon- this concert conference, excuse me, is sponsored by our title sponsor, Commerce West Bank, and our breakfast sponsor, HBLA. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Brian Meshkin is the president, CEO, and founder of Prove Biosciences. We're talking about, is personalized medicine what we're talking about here as as an overarching theme? Absolutely. Okay, and before the break, we were talking about the kind of... Um, solutions that you provide so if i am in with a pain management specialist and you swab me and you get my dna and you get a report it's helping to inform that physician on the right course of prescriptions of of what
2: a host of different things okay Uh, first of all uh, by ordering our proof pain perception test the doctor is going to get a good understanding of how your brain centrally perceives pain so if you come in the door and you're like Dr. Jones, it is a 10 out of 10. It's a 30 on a scale of 0 to 10. Right. Are you exaggerating? Are you telling the truth? Are you just saying that because you want medications? The doctor doesn't know. The doctor has to make some form of discrimination against you, some judgment call. We have an objective way to assess that. Then he's got to decide, or she has to decide, which medications are going to work best for you, which ones may cause harm. And so the report will give them that information as well. A lot of pain patients also have other things besides pain. In fact, the number one reason why people go to the doctor in the United States is pain. Okay. That pain may be associated with whatever, fill in the blank. And so it, they may have diabetes, they may have heart disease, they may have arthritis, they may have a host of different things. They're taking other medications as well. And so we have a test to look at the drug-drug interactions uh, between between those medications, so that when the doctor prescribes the pain medication, they can do it in the context of all the medications that a you take. A more holistic look, exactly. That.
1: Okay, and are, do you have to have a close working relationship then with the drug manufacturers?
2: No. Um, No. uh, The drug manufacturers obviously have an agenda of selling as many drugs as possible, and and that's their business. Um, Our relationship is being involved between the doctor and the patient to be able to give that doctor the best information they have so that they can treat the patient. Uh, And then we also have a relationship with the insurance companies, whoever they may be, whether it's a commercial insurance company, a workers' compensation insurance company, or a federal health program to be able to then submit a bill to that payer to ultimately get paid for what we do
1: okay so if i understood correctly you can through uh, dna testing kind of map people against a scale of their tolerance for pain or how they, how they perceive pain correct that's okay. one of our tests and that's whether you have pain or not correct right
2: so that's that's kind of good information to know anyway isn't it absolutely in fact we just did recently a bunch of nfl athletes yeah, and, that's what I was thinking. And, and no surprise athletes. they don't feel pain to the same degree that the average person does, which would make sense to persist in the NFL. Right,
1: or any sport, I would yeah. think. But NFL is clearly being, uh, you know, very. Okay. All right. So let's talk about your guiding principle. Here on the radio show, we, we've been asking that question for quite some time. What I mean by it is your overarching philosophy, how you approach the building of a business, and can you share that philosophy with our audience?
2: Sure, I'd be happy to. And I really appreciate the fact, Rick, that you highlight guiding principles and the work that you've done. We have something to prove we call the proof promise. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's 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 been said that trust is the residue of promises kept, and every time a doctor trusts prove to order tests from us, that we collect a specimen from a patient when we bill an insurance company. In each of those instances, we're making a promise, and there's a promise we have to keep. And that promise states that we respect the dignity and recognize the merit of individuality. Many people view individual health as some type of uh, perspective of an average, that somehow the average can predict the individual response. Um, But we don't believe that the average really has a lot of value. We believe that the average is a myth. We believe that there is no average patient, there is Mm -hmm. no average doctor, there is no average treatment. We believe in the power of one, whether it's that one patient, that one doctor, or for us as one company, that we have the power as one to make a difference. And so when we look at healthcare, we look at it from the individual perspective. When we look at our employees, we see each of them as individuals. When we look at a doctor's office, we see each one of those offices as an individual entity, and we treat them with the respect and the dignity they deserve.
1: Thank you very much, George. I love asking that question and and listening intently to the answers that that my guests give. Uh, um, I've been doing it for so many, and uh, I gave you a copy of the book. If those of you are interested in reading what other CEOs who have been on the radio show have as their guiding principle, it's available on Amazon.com. Just type in Richard Franzi. So um, if you swap me and you get my profile, is that universal then for any doctor prescribing any pain medication or is it each time I have an interaction with the doctor I would need to do this again?
2: Great question. Um, Hopefully your DNA doesn't change (laughs) over time. And so even though it's a moment of time, it's 15 seconds that your cheek is swabbed. That one moment in time has a lifetime of benefits because that information, whether it's that, that test is performed on an 11 year old child or performed on a 40 year old adult, they can use that information for the rest of their lives. So for, even though it may be that one doctor that ordered the test, mm-hmm. the patient can take that information and share it with every other doctor that's currently treating them or any doctor in the future that may be treating them to guide the treatment.
1: Right. So, so let's talk about the future a little bit and, 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 and cause I'm, I'm talking with Brian Meshkin. He's president, CEO of Proof Biosciences. You're in this space, right? You're you're in the uh, personalized medicine. So you're probably reading and seeing and going to conferences and hearing about other companies. For for those of us that are just running companies, not in your space, what's the future? What what do you guys see coming? What's what can we get excited about relative to this concept?
2: Well, I think the way you started off our interview was correct, uh, and there will be a future. Probably five to ten years from now, we'll we'll look back and say, do you remember when doctors would prescribe medications having absolutely no idea what was going to work? Do you remember that? Let's try it out and see if it works, and I'll see you in 30 days. (laughs) When you say it that way, it sounds terrible. (laughs) But it happens all the time. Wow. Uh, And so when you think of the amount of people who have serious side effects or taking medications for side effects of the other medications they're taking or the people that are dying from this, uh, we're talking about lives saved. The number one cause of death for teenagers in the United States now is the abuse of medication. So when you think of the lives that can be saved the families that can be saved, the employers that can have money saved by having their employees' uh, um, uh, health care costs going down. Society as a whole, one-sixth of everything we spend as a society is on health and most of that money is spent on failure there's huge opportunity to make a tremendous impact in the world. And that's what we're trying to do at Prove in our own small way.
1: So when you say the world, uh, what is your geography that, you, that you're that you servicing right now?
2: Great question. We're just in the United States. We're only in about a dozen states uh, right now. Um, but we are growing rapidly. We've been growing about 4x a year. Wow. Uh, things that make us different is obviously we have unique technology. We have patent protections around what we do. Uh, we have a lot of data to support what we do. Um, but also, importantly, um, we are able to make... An impact in people's lives, and that's really, really important. Because uh, there's a lot of technologies out there that sound interesting, um, but they don't have the same kind of impact.
1: Is this a hard industry to break into? The healthcare industry in Health, this segment. He-
2: healthcare industry is, is very regulated, uh, and because the costs have escalated so much, insurance companies are never inclined to pay for anything new. Uh, they're more deniers than they are payers. Sometimes um, they, they have every right to be skeptical because uh, there's a lot of waste in the system. Um, but we're fundamentally trying to improve that, and we think it's a win. We think it's a win for the payer, whoever that is—the taxpayer, mm-hmm. the insurance company, the employer. It's clearly a win for the patient and the doctors. They're frustrated um, by you know all the pressures that they're facing, and we're able to help them do their job better.
1: So uh, we don't talk politics in this. We, we, you know, um, whatever—that's everybody's personal politics. There's a few topics we don't touch. But how has the affordable care act has it had any impact on your business model and your business strategy
2: great question uh, like anything it's a double-edged sword uh, there have been, obviously, major negatives associated with the Affordable Care Act, because anytime there is more regulation uh, on an industry, it restricts its ability to innovate and to grow and, and, and to do the things that freedom allows for. Uh, but there also have been benefits as well, because it has placed as a priority cost containment. Okay. And so for those of us that win, when costs go down, <laughs> it's good for us. Uh, and so to be able to prioritize and say, personalized medicine is an important initiative. Let's find ways to contain cost all of that resonates and helps prove biosciences be successful
1: so who needs to make the decision to use your dna test
2: great question doctors order the tests on patients okay all of our testing a doctor has determined are medically necessary for a patient a patient has to consent to have the test done and then we then submit to an insurance company for the insurance company to pay whether that is your standard insurance if you have United Healthcare, Humana, Blue Cross, um, or it may be a federal health program like Medicare. Or if you've unfortunately been injured on the job and you have a workers' comp claim mm-hmm. and you want to get back to work as soon as possible, um, we can bill your workers' compensation insurance. Because
1: well. you're focused on pain.
2: We are focused on pain.
1: Okay. So how does a how does an entrepreneur in the early days, and even you know, as you're ramping up the business? I mean, I don't know how many physicians there are across the country who could be influencers or or or. <laughs> Clients. I mean, how do you get at that market? How did you get
2: at that market? Well, it all started here in Southern California with one doctor. Really? I was chief cook and bottle washer, and so I was at the doctor's office collecting specimens. I was getting it to the lab and having all the lab work done on it. I was reporting the results and billing it. I had started with one. And it grew from there. And literally after the summer of 2011, because we were in business about 18 months doing all the research and development that needed to happen, um, which I funded all myself, and then in the second half of 2011, we hired our first two employees after me, about 20 more in 12, another 40 more in 13, another 100 more in 2014, and we're over 200 employees now.
1: So what's the future hold for you and for Prove Biosciences?
2: Well, I mean, our, our hope is that we're able to realize the vision that we talked about beforehand. Um, we've named the company not just as a noun, the name proof, but we want that to become a verb. That you would prove the patient, you would prove the diagnosis, oh, okay. and you would prove the treatment. When we get to the point that our name is used as a verb, so that we are the ones that are influencing the healthcare decision, so that it's in the best interest of the patient, that's when we'll have realized our mission.
1: So is it, because you're talking to uh, business owners and executives here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and I'm talking with Brian Meshkin, who's President and CEO of Proof Biosciences, is this something that, a, that an, I believe... You have to have a partnership with your care provider, right? Absolutely. You you can't be, I mean, it's got to be equal, equal. It's your body. It's your health. Can't be passive. Right. And informed. Can they go in and request this test? Oh, be done?
2: A- absolutely. And I think employers, and you think at the end of the day, as an employer myself, we're on the hook. We're the ones that are ultimately paying the bill. Uh, okay. We're the ones with the premium increases going up every year. We're the ones that have to make those payments to provide that benefit to our employees. Whether it's a workers' compensation case or it's a private health insurance case, if we can contain that cost and avoid long-term and short-term disability and workers' comp claims that extend that require us to then pay more the following year, uh, we have a vested interest in that. Uh, It's a substantial way to save jobs, and especially here in California, where you have, I think, about 40% of all workers' comp claims in the United States coming out of this one state. There's a huge opportunity to help those employers free up the resources they need to grow their businesses by managing pain
1: better. Right. Is there continued research being done on the basic DNA capabilities and information such that you're continuing to be able to benefit from that research? Yes.
2: Yeah, we, we invest substantially in the research ourselves. Okay. If you were to go to any scientific or medical meeting in pain management for the past three years, there's only one company there that's presenting data on genetics and pain, and that's proof. Really? Um, so we have a lot of the major thought leaders uh, on board on what we do. Um, we just recently uh, signed and are doing a new study up at University Southern California uh, with Dr. Steven Richheimer here, and we're very close to starting an initiative with a very, very large uh, orthopedic group that I can't announce yet, based here in Orange County, uh, that's the only five star Medicare regulated or uh, rated. Uh, orthopedic surgery group in the entire state of california uh, so there's a, there are a lot of good things happening uh... there to help
1: is orange county a good place to have a company like this i mean d- d- you mentioned some i'm thinking the universities the education the the t- talent i mean is this i a- think
2: orange county is an amazing place it's such a dynamic place there are incredibly talented people here it's a wonderful place to live there are great healthcare institutions obviously the state of california doesn't make it difficult to do business in the state of california but despite the state government california is an amazing place
1: right and, Southern, and Orange County in particular. And
2: Orange County, I can't think of a better place to be.
1: Right. It's probably good to attract talent to as yeah, well. It is, if absolutely. They can, if they can afford the... If they can afford it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if someone wants to learn more, Brian, about your firm, how do they find you online?
2: Now, you can find us on our website at www.prove, which we misspell intentionally, P-R-O-O-V-E, so there's two O's, dot com. Uh, they can reach us on Twitter at Prove Bio, on Facebook, Prove biosciences as well as calling us toll-free, 855-PROVE-BIO, which is eight five five seven Seven six six eight six eight three
1: two. Thank you, Brian Meskin. This has been great, and I, I, I'm really encouraged about the future. Understanding personalized medicine, and, and and I have hope that we can bend the trend on the cost structure that's in this country as well, it relates to that.
2: Well, we're, we're trying our best in our small way. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Rick, for having me on the show.
1: All right, you're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another short commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and then George Prince, who is president and CEO of Prince Commercial Real Estate Services Incorporated, will be in the chair. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors.
3: Wow. Marketing predictions are out for 2015, and marketing success is changing. Did you know that Google is now actively tracking your business and personal brand and online reputation? Online and offline marketing has changed. Google is driving more than 85% of your traffic. And if your brand is inconsistent or has poor mobile usability, your rankings and traffic can suffer in 2015. To learn how your business is currently viewed and what can be done to improve your brand's visibility and authority, Contact SUNUP Group for a free marketing analysis. It could be a business game changer. Visit www.sunupgroup.com today or call 877-609-3840, extension 700. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Math for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Math for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sound Board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group.
0: We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products.
1: Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. As promised, George Prince, who is president and CEO of Prince Commercial Real Estate Services, Incorporated, is in the studio. George, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. Uh, You know, with the goals of striving to be the best-in-class service provider for companies, Prince Commercial Real Estate Services does their best to offer what companies need to empower themselves and execute their plans. Uh, Behind it all is the president and CEO, George Prince, who's here after... And he's been 27 years of experience helping his clients. I'd like to let you know that you can listen to our shows live here on octalkradio.net or anytime on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, and literally hundreds of podcasting services. So type these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show in your favorite podcasting software, and listen to our weekly shows that are aired live here on octalkradio.net. We have several thousand, about 5,000 downloads each month of the various shows that we air here live on the radio station. So, George, tell me a little bit about your firm.
4: Yes, well, Prince Commercial Real Estate Services was founded in March of 1995, and we're a comprehensive commercial real estate service brokerage provider representing office building users, retail shopping center owners, industrial uh, warehousing users and really what differentiates differentiates us from the competition what I call our fellow colleagues is when a client calls our office and they need representation services instead of getting a vice president or associate or a team of people they get me mm-hmm. you know a person that has 28 29 years of experience that's number one so they get the president number two the a lot of the national firms have each of the, all the associates have quotas they have to fill every year and have certain desks, desk costs they have to cover. For for me, it's it's very simple. I take as much time as required to get the transaction done. I'm not pushed in any way, shape, or form to represent that client quickly. We take the time necessary.
1: Okay. We're talking with George Prince. He is the founder as well as president and CEO of Prince Commercial Real Estate Services. So to me, your industry and your profession seems like it's uh, a very challenging one.
4: It is. It is. It's like any other industry. We have our competitors. And and you have the
1: market, which is very can be very fickle, right, and cyclical. Yes. Right. A- and I think it's the biggest decision that a business owner or executive is going to make when they're looking for more new real estate because they're having to make a multi-year commitment. It's usually very big dollars. Right, depending on the size of the firm, yes. even if they're a smaller firm, it's still big dollars because they're making a multi-year agreement and yes. commitment. So, what attract? That's all my my mumble of saying. What attracted you you to this industry thirty or twenty nine years ago, George?
4: Well, I would say it's it started back in the early seventies when I, I grew up on a family uh, operated ranch up in Kern County. Oh wow! And my father and uncle developed about four hundred seventy acres for. Uh, lots to subdivide. Mm. We call it the subdivision of, of of Lake Isabella, and I was responsible at a very young age to deliver the the deeds, um, the grant deeds to each and in, each individual buyer of those properties. So, I, at a very young age, I really enjoyed real estate, and as as I went through elementary school and high school, I I saw the 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 market, the Japanese market coming in buying. Big, you know, golf courses and high-rise office towers, and I knew early on that I wanted to sell that office tower. I wanted to represent that buyer, and someday I would be in that position on that, you know, in that deal room. Uh-huh. So that's really what inspired me at a very young age
1: that's that's an amazing backstory because you know i didn't expect to go all the way back to your early days, but I can see how that would put the seeds of kind of loving what you're doing in in your mind um, th- There are a lot of deal points it seems to me in commercial real estate there's a lot of negotiation that can go on. is that true between the
4: landlord and the and the tenant absolutely absolutely and before we even get into the negotiation stage, we have to identify the property. And you know, for office, for example, office tenant representation. That's I do a lot of that these okay. days. There's in a in a market we talked earlier about. You know, we have cyclical market. Yes. We're now at the top of the market relative to you know a landlord's market. Landlords have the commanding uh, lead in this in this uh, in this market. So for office space for or across for, all the different. Pretty much all the sectors really? in the primary markets, most certainly office, warehousing, and uh, a lot of other sectors. Southern California, you're talking about, or are you it, throughout the United States. So really, this and, is kind I of mean, across the country. You're going, you're going California, Boston, Chicago, New York, and we handle transactions throughout the United States. Okay. By the way, any type of office transactions in Manhattan, you know, we're looking at some of the highest rents in, you know, in the last 15 years. Wow. So it's, it's a, I compare it to a minefield. I mean, if, if a tenant wants to take the initiative to go out there and pound their chest and, and negotiate with the landlord themselves, they're going to find that there's going to be, at the end of the transaction, there's going to be a lot of things that they may have missed. And my job as a commercial real estate broker, in the case of office tenant representation, is to bring to their attention very important elements of that lease that are important. It is a five-year, sometimes seven, sometimes ten-year wow. lease commitments. And when the market is at the very high peak, we have to remember that it's not going to always be at the high peak. It's going to be coming down. There will be a correction. And if there's a correction and the tenant's paying $3 per square foot and we're now at $2 a square foot on a 10,000-square-foot lease, they're paying a dollar per square foot per month above market on 10,000 square feet, that's $10,000. Do the math, if they have three years left, right? how does that fa- affect their bottom line? How does that affect their EBITDA?
1: And how does that Evaluation? affect them emotionally, right? Oh, absolutely. They get frustrated, I'm sure, and if not mad.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, I advise CEOs and business owners, and whenever they get into a, a, an area where they don't do it very often, but the other party does it every day, then I, I strongly encourage them, to hire the best talent they can afford, who's in the market every day, it, correct? Right. It's correct. like selling your business to a strategic investor to a private equity firm. These guys are buying companies all the time. How often are you selling your company? You probably need some help in doing that, right? Because there's right. stuff that you're not gonna, you're only gonna learn by experience, and you don't want to make a mistake. And on a five or ten year lease, you got to look at all the and know how you have a way to make uh, agreements happen that aren't, you know, it, that are in your best interest
4: too, right? That's right. And you you know, if you have a if you have a heart issue, you go to a cardiologist. If you have a foot issue, you go to a podiatrist. If you you know, you go to the specialist, you go to the the practitioner that's best for the job. And when it comes to, you know, occupancy costs, which is typically the second highest line item right. for a company after people. You don't do it yourself. My services are paid 100% by the landlord. Okay. So there's no excuse for a corex a corporate real estate executive as we call them to not hire someone like myself they need someone if it's not me it's it should be someone that has the intellectual talent that, that has is seasoned has been around quite some time and has seen everything that could go wrong in a deal
1: right so 27 27 plus years in this industry you've seen several peaks and valleys Correct okay, and you you said earlier that we may be near the top or at the top as it relates to the real estate pricing and availability here in Southern California, if not maybe in major markets across the country. Yes, do you see it staying here for a while, or what what do you i don 't mean to ask you you know to predict the future, but uh, should people wait do you need to get into the space i mean what do you, what do you see happening
4: well, businesses you know that need brick and mortar need brick and mortar, so they have to they have to negotiate on a, on a you know on a building and they have to negotiate a whole bunch of different protection clauses. What I suggest is when we're in a market that is so robust like we have today, a lot of the provisions that are in a lease that are most important are to protect to the downside so a provision such as an early termination clause. so if we're inking a five year lease or a seven year lease. 3 years from today we may have a major correction. So perhaps a you know tenant shall have the right to terminate the lease anytime between the second and third year of the lease term. That allows two things. One, it allows in the event there is a correction, the tenant can terminate and can move from one building to another, from more expensive space to cheaper space. And B it allows quite honestly leverage for the broker to come back and say, "Mr. landlord, you know, my client would like to stay here, right? But you know, if if, if, if we don't come to terms and and do something, you know, enter into a fair arrangement, which is market, then we'll exercise our termination clause,
1: right? We don't want to, but we we will. Okay, we're talking with George Prince. He is president, and CEO of Prince Commercial Real Estate Services. We're going to take a very short commercial break. It's the final one here on the radio show today. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to ask George uh, some of the more popular services that your firm offers your clients. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors.
3: Let's face it: not all company challenges are the same which is why Strategic Market Intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.StrategicMarketIntelligence.com.
0: Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.TurnUpTheVolume.com. That's TurnUpTheVolume.com.
3: Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended
2: consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104.
1: Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. George Prince is our guest here, and we're talking with him about all things real estate. As I said earlier, all of our shows can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. You can listen to the shows anytime as well as live as we stream here on OC net, Orange County's only community radio station. Our shows are also literally on hundreds of former guest websites whose CEOs have been on our program, and then they put the interview on their website, as well as various different podcasting services. Our show gets 5,000-plus downloads each month of the various programs that we air that month. So if you'd like to subscribe, type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting software, and you can get our weekly updates. Um, George, you know, off off the mic, we were talking a little bit about the difference between Representing tenants who are leasing and maybe in the buying and selling transactions, so so help me to understand a little bit how the market is in real estate for
4: uh, buying and selling of real estate. Well, right now the investment market is extremely hot, and it's a concern. But you know, it's it's we deal with the market as 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 it's dealt to us. The investment market uh, for retail shopping centers is very strong. The uh, office buildings, medical office buildings, are very strong, but. We we um, we see right now that the the commercial real estate investment market is is becoming even more uh, hot because of the equity markets. As we see, there's a huge volatility right now in mm-hmm. in in uh, uh, stocks, and, and and we're seeing even today uh, as we speak, there was a big drop today in today's market because of what's going on in China. I would say that you know there's going to become a time, and we've seen this before where the investors and securities uh, are going to say enough is enough. I, I want to be able to sleep at night, so you're going to see a lot of that um, redeployment mm-hmm. of the money in, from stocks in bonds stocks to uh, the real estate market, and there are wonderful investment opportunities that I represent clients on it could be it could be triple net absolutes or as many call absolute triple net. Uh, that would be freestanding uh, retail buildings such as Chase Bank or Walgreens or McDonald's, okay. and they uh, they they provide an investor a consistent income. And uh, you know, depending upon where in the United States you buy the properties, will determine what type of return. Uh, will be provided on that uh, on that investment so we're seeing a lot of activity in that market right now and i think that's going to be even getting hotter based upon what's going on the equities market
1: great we're talking with george prince he is the founder the ceo president of prince commercial real estate services you know we're we're broadcasting from an office here in southern california so I, i know you have a national focus i want to turn you back and maybe ask you about the southern california marketplace and orange county in particular um are there New is there new inventory coming online, or I mean, what what do you see in this space as far as availability of future office
4: spaces? Well, there is definitely new inventory that has come online and is continuing to come online. We're in, uh, as you said, Irvine, Newport Beach, Costa Mesa area, which is Southern California. For those listeners around the United States. The Irvine company, which commands pretty much Irvine, Newport Beach, just brought online a new 500 plus or minus 1,000 square feet, 500,000 square foot building in the Irvine spectrum, Mm. and they are rapidly leasing that space. There's a new property Irvine Company brought online at Fashion Island, Mm -hmm. and that is becoming um, uh, ever so, you know, it's being every floor except for about four floors has been leased is uh, what I've been hearing from corporate executives. And in fact, uh, the Irvine Company office portfolio right now is 97 percent occupied. Wow, which is concerning to a lot of tenants. Uh, Equity office properties, we call EOP, a national REIT, has office properties throughout California, and their portfolio is at a very one of the highest occupancies ever. Just finished a transaction with them in Torrance, and it was a very challenging transaction. They're taking a lot of time. Finished a transaction in Denver with EOP, and a couple in Boston, as well as um, a, a recent one in Scottsdale. Hmm. And um, so all the portfolios across the United States that are in core markets are becoming highly occupied. George, is the commercial real estate market
1: driven on emotion a bit as well?
4: You know, it is when it comes to investments. Okay. You know, I mean, people get concerned about, I just spoke to a client uh, last week about uh, three medical office buildings they own, about $33 million in, in, uh, in, in value. And they're concerned, uh, and they have an emotional component to this, is that medical office buildings are, are going to be uh, less of less value in the next four years because of what's taking place in this, what we call, the inevitable bubble. Hmm. So there is an emotional aspect. As far as for leasing, there's more emotional... Components in residential real estate. Okay, yeah, that's a you know, personal I mean, thing. Right? Commercial real estate is really black and white. Here's here's the total rent. You know, here I need you know three months of free rent. I need first right of refusal of contiguous space because my company is growing. Okay. And that is critical to your audience, by the way, for growing companies. You have to have the proper representation to prepare for a growing company, and so, you know. I don't really see a lot of emotional aspects to my business; more so, black and white numbers.
1: Okay, we're talking with George Prince. He is president, CEO, and founder of Prince Commercial Real Estate Services. We have a few minutes left here. I wanted—I know on your website it says, "Call us to receive a list of compelling reasons why you should take 30 minutes out of your day to meet Prince." Well, can you help me to understand? Um, what is that call to action intended to do and if one of our audience members want to are curious to make that call what what are they going to experience in those thirty minutes george
4: well I'll tell you the the thirty minutes is well invested the the first let's just take a a caller or a you know person that's ha, that has a company that has an office lease and they have thirty minutes uh, that they can dedicate to uh the their their office lease there are my first, the first step is for them to send me via PDF or mail, or we can have a messenger pick up their lease so I can review it before spending those 30 minutes mm. with them. And my first thing is, you know, I usually review a lease from the back of the lease moving forward because a lot of the time amendments and exhibits tell more than the actual. Really? Recitals in the lease, okay. so I'll find out right away what type of concessions they received and where they, what type of rent they're paying. They may be paying above market rent right now. They uh, may be paying some considerable operating expense pass throughs. So, the reasons are very simple. Uh, if if you're interested in reducing your occupancy costs, which will in turn increase your overall uh, income for the for the company. And if you're interested in always maintaining the highest value of your company, it's 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 paramount to keep a, a very trained eye on your occupancy costs. Have your CFO or or uh, controller look at those numbers on a yearly basis, and that's what I do. I interface with the CFOs, CEOs, controllers uh, to to um, address all those. All those areas.
1: Excellent. So this is on your website. We're going to get to your website here in just a minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We're going to tell you how to find that, so that maybe you can make a request for a thirty-minute consultation with George. Uh, do you think it's a good practice for business
4: owners to own the building they're in? You know, it, it it is if they believe the 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 future sale of their company will be of greater value if the building's involved, if its building's part of the package it it is if the building is in a strong area and in, it, there's only there there the future is is very bright for that area so down the road they can call myself and I'll be able to do a sell leaseback so basically sell the building we enter into a lease with the entity okay and uh, the lease is 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 then we can capitalize the income on that lease and sell that that building with that company as a, an investment opportunity to the outside community, mm-hmm. and that way, you know, uh, uh, you know, we can actually, you know, drive more income to the uh, business owner. Right. And the other thing I was thinking is, if you buy the building and the bu- and the business
1: leases it from you, they're sort of you're using your own business to build equity in the, and you can choose to keep the building and let the business go. Is that another option? For uh, it's, as well? it's
4: another option. It's a definitely another option. But I'm telling people right now because the real estate market is so uh, so hot that their building probably won't be uh, of of such value for when this when we make, when we go through the next correction yes. for another seven years. Wow. So I mean, cap rates are so compressed right now that a sell leaseback is 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 something that should, all business owners should consider. Okay. And and then. A lot of companies will take that money and, and redeploy it into new lines for their mm-hmm. business. So if they want to expand into a new market or they want to, they're looking to uh, develop a new product, they can take the proceeds from that sale, lease back, and, and use it for R&D, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. Interesting. So if someone wants to find out more about
1: your firm, George, how do they find you online?
4: Well, you can find me online at www.princecommercial.com or you can email me at gprince at We also can be reached at 949-852-1300. I'm an extension 23, and you can always get a hold of me direct. I take all calls. And Prince is spelled just like it sounds, right? Correct,
1: P-R-I-N-C-E. All right, George Prince, P-R-I-N-C-E. Thank you for being a guest on the show. I've enjoyed this. Thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass community. Thank you. All right, sure. la- all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up for this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I would like to thank our show sponsors, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, s h Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, Sunup Group, t and Company, Tone Software, turn up the volume in ups protection our engineer for today's show was paul roberts and our producer is joan and i want to thank joan for being doing a great job and wish her nothing but the greatest of fortune joan park is moving to the east coast she's got a, a chance to be a producer on a tv news station in tennessee virginia area and she's moving back there she's going to continue to produce the show for a period of time i'm your host rick franzi Until the next time we have a chance to talk, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.
0: You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.